and Chad Creep Show. A spooky tradition where you will scare us for prizes. Oh, it's that time. It's Halloween. Here in the studio, every light is off. It is creepy. <laughs> it's super creepy. And what we're doing is we're going to take your phone calls at 602-277-KTAR. Barry's in for Chad. Barry, I've been doing this since 06. It's 06. Let me do the math. That's around uh, 36 years. The Creep Show. <laughs> Scare us for prizes. Your real-life encounter with the supernatural. I want to make sure everybody understands. You're not just painting a picture for radio. You've literally turned all the lights off it's and closed off. the blinds. Ready to go. It's scary in here. It is. All right. 277-KTAR, your real life encounter with the supernatural. Barry, are you ready? I, I'm ready, yes. Because you've scared. never been here for this. No, this is scary. All right, here we go. Let's see. That move, the music is creepy. Let's go with uh, Mike in Mesa. First on KTAR. All right, Mike, your real uh, life encounter. Excellent, fellas. Your real life encounter. How you doing, Mike. fellas? Good, hey, good. Let's hear your story. Go ahead. All right. Well, thanks for uh, putting me on, and I'll tell you guys, I never really talk about this too much, but uh, this all started when I was a young kid uh, when I lived in Canada, so right outside of Buffalo, New York, on the right on the Canadian U.S. border. Um, myself, my brother and sister, and I were witnessed uh, to a UFO, uh, and we seen this UFO uh, up close. It was in our yard, maybe 25, 30 feet away. Never did I think about what I seen. I was just a little kid at that time until maybe about 15 years later when I received a book that kind of highlighted and I was thinking, okay, well, that's what it could have been. Now, the real scary part is that I've had a couple serious accidents uh, in my life. You know, I'm 48 now and um, they both involve bikes. So the first time I had bad bike accident, hit my head, had to go to the ambulance, go in the hospital and stuff like that with a concussion. And uh, I dreamed that these aliens came to me in my dream. And okay, all right, I was fine. So fast forward to when I moved out here to Arizona in 97 to go to ASU. I had a bad accident up in the Pima Dynamite area on a mountain bike and had some real bad internal bleeding and um, had to go to the hospital. They let me go. And sure enough, one night, um, these things came back and basically fixed me up and the doctors don't know how I was able to heal. So Goodness it's gracious. not really a story. It's actually a, a trauma uh, that I've been living so, with. For- so not necessarily a ghost, not necessarily supernatural, but certainly creepy. Yeah, very, very creepy. All right. Or, you know, what we might call a closed head injury, but one of the other. One of the other. All right. 277-KTAR. Scare us for prizes. Jeff in Mesa. Your real-life story of your encounter with the supernatural. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Um, I was stationed in the Marine Corps up in Washington, D.C., and um, we would always um, go on these odd maneuvers because they would make us. So anyway, we were um, out in Quantico, and and, uh, there's an old Civil War battlefield out there where these great big barracks are built on. Mm. And uh, I was the driver, so while all the guys are out in the field, middle of the night, raining, pouring, um, going on, I had to go get some hot food and supplies for when they came back. Well, you can picture those old those old white barracks that look like an old church. They're they're, they're just long and sk- long and skinny, and they got racks in the middle with those 
great big uh, uh, closets on the on on, on both ends of, of the rack. Mm-hmm. So so anyway, um, me and my buddy come in. So so we get up and we take a look, and all of a sudden one of the doors of those closet creaks open. And we're going. Oh, that's weird. Hmm. So, so we walk down there, see what's going on. Don't see anything. All of a sudden, we hear like someone walking away from us, right. but there's nobody there. And so we go to the other side of the barracks or the other side to see if there's someone over there. There's nobody there. Now there's lightning and wind blowing. And where we just came from, we heard a thump. And one of the footlocker, one of the closets on the far end was tipped over. And it tipped over into the next one, and it was like dominoes. Doom, 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 doom. And my buddy pushed me out of the way just, just before one hit me. Jeez. We went all the way down. We went all the way down about fifty, about fifty racks, and the last footlocker hit the table and threw the soup and food all over the place and the doors opened up and the big gust of wind just blew through and it was just like chilling mm, mm, wow all right your real life story your real life uh, encounter with the supernatural so so far we got a couple but we haven't given up a prize yet i don't think i've heard a great one yet oh my i have not heard a great one yet all right, 277-KTAR. Um, let's see. Let's change it up a little bit. How about this? There we go. Roseanne in uh, Cave Creek on KTAR. Go ahead, Roseanne. Your real-life encounter with the supernatural. Okay, love the music. Um, so I was on a business trip with two of my colleagues and settling in for the night. And I've got, I'm in bed. And I got the TV on. And out of the corner of my eye, I see what looks like something looking at me. And when I turn my head, it kind of whipped back. And it freaked me out so bad. I jumped out of bed, turned on all the lights, flew the door open, checked everything, nothing. And I just convinced myself it was probably just the TV, you know, causing a reflection or something. And I just shut everything down and went to bed. The next day, I was having dinner with my two colleagues that I was traveling with. And when I got to the restaurant, they were whispering and kind of talking really serious. And I said, ladies, what's going on? And they said, well, we don't want to tell you. And I said, why? And they said, because it's kind of weird. And I said, well, tell me, because I had something weird happen, too. And one of the girls said, same thing. I was in bed last night, and I looked over, and I saw an apparition. And I said, stop. I said, you're kidding me. And she's like, no. And I said, the same thing happened to me, but I just ignored it. And I said, we've got to go to the hotel and find out what's going on. And they agreed. So we go to the hotel and the lady at the front desk, we said, okay, you know, we got to ask you a question. She said, what is it? We said, is this hotel haunted? And her response was, well, (laughs) and we knew right away. We knew right away. And um, we said, well, what is it? And she said, well, we don't really have guests complain, but we do We have a really hard time keeping staff, and we just have weird things happen. On the third floor, she kind of points to the wing of the hotel that we were staying at. <laughs> 
and um, just told us of some other odd things that happened in that hotel. So I've never had anything happen like that before or since, but I'm convinced there was something in my room that night. Oh, gosh. All right. Wow. That scared me for a prize. Oh, Hold my. on, Roseanne. All right. that See, that's what I'm talking about. Now you got me filling my shorts. All right. <laughs> 602-277-KTAR. Your real-life encounter with the supernatural. We have started the Gatos and Chad Creep Show. Scare us for prizes. And I think Roseanne is going to get uh, a, a big prize. And uh, so hold on just a moment. All right. So we've started, Barry. Here oh, we go. It's, it's, We're going to continue this. Uh, I Listen, people, you got to have a good story. Got to be a great story. Okay? 277-KTAR. Scare us for prizes on the Gatos and the Chad Show. More of your calls coming up. The Gatos and Chad Creep Show. A spooky tradition where you will scare us for prizes. <laughs> All right. We're in the middle of the creep show. Barry is in for Chad. Whoa. And, uh... Basically, all you have to do is call 277-KTAR. Tell us your real-life encounter with the supernatural. This is a tradition during afternoon drive. We've been doing this for, so you, you do the math. 16 06, years. 07. Okay. Here is uh, Katie in Apache Junction, and she joins us next. All right, scare us for prizes, Katie. Go ahead. All right. So um, I was about 18-ish, 17, 18, and uh, one of my buddies had a friend at work, and they did the Ouija board all the time, like, oh. in, in a very serious way, like, you know, following all these rules and such. So I was the biggest skeptic. And one night, of course, we all decided to do it. So one of the, like, quote-unquote rules is to ask if you can begin, ask if you can take your hands off the what the cursor or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and so we're going through, we're asking it questions. It's getting everything right. It's kind of spooky. Um, we ask who we're talking to, and it spells out Mango, um, which is the nickname of one of my buddies who was there. And we all kind of look at him, and I still think everyone's playing a trick on me. Okay. So time goes by. Um, everybody's, you know, like you can tell, it's pretty, everyone's kind of freaked out in the room. Um, and it feels like aggressive, like not good. So at one point, it's down to just me and my buddy Mango with our hands on it. And he asks if he can take his hands off, and it goes to yes. So my fingers are the only thing on this board. I do not tell this story because I would not believe it if I wasn't there. <laughs> So, you know, on the radio is good. Um, so my hands are the only ones on it, and that thing was violently moving across the board. Um, yeah, and it was like three, I have chills talking about it. So it was like three hours of this. Like, it, it wouldn't let us finish. It wouldn't let us finish. Finally, it did. Later that night at like two in the morning, my buddy Mango calls me hysterical, and he hears breathing in his ears, and he had since he, since like we finished all of it and it and i'm i'm no longer in contact with him but it lasted for at least a decade and i haven't like and he said it got to the point where it was just like he was used to it but he from that day on and it oh and that the way that we found out um we asked what somebody's middle name was in the room and it spelled a middle it spelled a name out and we're like oh phew this isn't real you know and but mango the look on his face he thought that was the dude's middle name so it was like whatever we were talking to was like speaking through him and breathing in his ear from then on out. Oh my gosh! Oh. I, I literally almost hung up about fifty times. I'm like shaking. I, I'm 
really didn't want to share this, but, you know. <laughs> All right. That's scary. Halloween. <laughs> Katie, hold on. You scared us for a prize. That's scary. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, Barry, you definitely filled your shorts. <laughs> Holy yes. cow. Look at you. It's amazing. It's the second time so far this hour. Oh, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> it is uh, the Gatos and Chad Creep Show. Whoa. Where you scare us for prizes. I will never, ever touch a Ouija board. Not just because of what Katie said. Really? I will never do it. Why that not? thing freaks me out. I think you're inviting something very demonic in. I will not go near it. I won't look at it. I won't breathe near it. I will not touch it. It absolutely wow. frightens me. What if Mrs. Gatos touches it? No, no, we're not going anywhere near that crap. Oh, all, right, all right. All right. More of your phone calls coming up. 277-5827. What we do on Halloween here is we take about an hour. And we go through all the stories of your calls. So they're coming in. I mean, we're getting done of calls. You're going to tell us your real-life encounter with the supernatural on the Gatos and Chad Show. The Gatos and Chad Creep Show. A spooky tradition where you will scare us for prizes. All right, let's get back to it. If you're just joining us, the second half of the Gatos and Chad Creep Show. Scare us for prizes. Your real-life encounter with the supernatural. Barry is in for Chad. Scared out of my mind. Uh, and we have had some seriously, like, uh, I got to tell you, it's a little scary. It's a lot scary. All right, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Your real life encounter with the supernatural. Here is uh, Abraham in Phoenix on KTAR. All right, Abraham, bring it. Let's see what you got. Are you there, Abraham? Oh, you you waited an hour. Can you hear me? Oh goodness, I was like, you waited you an hour. Me? Yeah, go ahead. All right, tell us your story. Go ahead. Hey, good evening, fellas. Uh, I used to live uh, 20 minutes south of Tucson in Sawarita on five, six acres of land, okay. and uh, a little a little bit far away from the Santa Cruz River. Uh, my friends would tell me when I was in middle school that they would see and hear La Llorona, the friends that lived along the Santa Cruz River, and I would think that they were crazy, until one night, um, uh, it was about three o'clock in the morning. Uh. Um, I get woken up and I hear somebody and I hear like an old it sounded like an old woman uh, crying wailing and I got I got I got chills through the back of my spine that night and I was like I was thinking maybe they were right so I ran into the I ran into the living room my mom was asleep on the couch because she likes to fall asleep with the TV on uh, and I woke her up and I told her what was going on. So quickly, I, uh, she grabbed the she grabbed the stick and I grabbed the bat and a flashlight. And as I as I'm wa- as I'm walking outside uh, slowly, uh, I get to the front of my the front of my uh, my bedroom window, mm-hmm. and lo and behold, it was two cats fighting. What? And the thing, yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't a ghost or it was a cat? Did you say it was a cat? Yeah, it was two cats fighting. That's scary. That's not scary. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jay in Santan Valley. All right, Jay, you're 
encounter oh, with the supernatural, so not cats. So great. Go ahead. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing, guys? Good. Good. Hey, so about eight years ago, my wife is really into the TV shows, the Ghost Hunter TV shows and things like that. And they had an episode on the Jerome oh. Grand Hotel in Arizona. Yeah. Oh, now we're going. Um, yeah, I've been so there. So I... Uh, I the business that I'm in, we use something that's called a thermal imaging camera, and what it does is it detects different temperatures in the air or building material, things like that. So we go to Jerome, and we take their little ghost tour. It you know, is it when it starts getting dark? I'm scanning the room, right. not seeing anything at all. I'm thinking, oh, this is bogus. I knew it was going to be bogus. <laughs> So we end up, we go to our room after we have dinner, and we we go to bed, and I set up the thermal imaging camera, keep it plugged in all night. Well, the next morning, we get up, and I'm looking through the camera, and probably around 2, 2.30 in the morning. Always 2.30. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, something, and so blue means colder. Something appears near the door to the adjoining room. Right. It starts slowly moving across oh. near the foot of our bed. It oh. stops at the foot of our bed for about five seconds. Oh. And then it continues and it basically exits the room through the doorway to the hallway that we entered in. Holy cow. Wow. I don't know what it was, but it was something. And like I said, it stopped like it was looking at us sleeping for about five seconds and then it continued and it went on its merry way. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's scary. I've been to that place. It's it is scary. It's a it's a former in Jerome. Metal hospital, yeah. Oh, gosh. Metal hospital, it's scary. All right. Gatos and Chad, creep show. Scare us for prizes. Uh, let's see. Your real life encounter with the supernatural. Here is a Paul in surprise on KTAR. Go ahead, Paul. All right, Paul, try it again. Let's get that phone going. Here we go. Go ahead. Hi, guys. Can you hear me? Go ahead. Can you? Yeah, can you hear me? <laughs> All right. Let's go to Cat. That's really scary. In Scottsdale. All right, Cat, your uh, story of a real life encounter with the supernatural. Hi, guys. Um, I uh, have a story about the Jerome Hotel also. Oh, here wow. we go. Wow. Yes. I stayed there. Uh, we had a, a mom's wine weekend, uh. and we stayed there like from Saturday night to Sunday. And my friends had gone out and gone to dinner, and I stayed and I slept um, in the room. And then, uh, so they came back, and we were up pretty late, and we had a nice room. It was beautiful, big room. And then, uh, so I'm there, my friends are talking, and my one friend started talking about her uncle that had just passed away. Oh, jeez. And then, and she was sitting on the bed, and I was laying down, and my other friend was just laying down right next to me. And the bed starts shaking, oh. like one Whoa. of those coin-operated oh. beds. Yeah. And uh, I looked, I looked around, there's not attached to the wall, nothing's underneath, it's like a, you know, an old bed. And it was, jeez. it was violently shaking. And then I was like talking to my friends and I was really scared. And they're like telling me, they said, Kat, don't worry. It's not going to hurt us. It's okay. It's okay. And I called my husband and he reminded me that I have a 
crucifix around my neck and just told me to pray. And so I prayed the whole night and then I could not sleep at all. I stayed awake. I just was so scared. Oh. All right, uh, I filled my I, I, I filled my shorts. Uh, I'm going to send you to the uh, Cardinal Seahawks game. Is that cool? Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm going to send you. Yes. I'll send you the football game. All right, thank you for oh sca- thank you for scaring the crap out of us. Wow. All right, hold on. All right, <laughs> I think everybody on. should go to Jerome. Seriously. We're in the middle of the uh, creep show. Scare us for prizes. 277-5827. One more segment. Your real life story of the supernatural. Next. The Gatos and Chad Creep Show. Creep Show. The name Gatos comes from Transylvania. The legend of the great vampire Vlad Gatos is told to children in Romania to scare them to sleep when their parents wants to stay up late to watch This Is Us. <laughs> Gatos and Chad Show. It's the Creep Show. That's some of you waiting on hold for a very, very long time. Uh, we're going to try and squeeze as many of you in. Uh, your real-life encounter with the supernatural. 277-KTAR. All right. Let's go to Eric in Mesa on KTAR. Eric, uh, tell us your real-life encounter with the supernatural. Hey, guys. So when I was 13 years old, I was lived in Iowa, and we lived down on a, a ranch out in the country, and we were up on a small hill, and down below uh, our location was a bunch of other smaller houses and stuff, and I got to be friends with one of the couples, and they asked me to invite, uh, invited me to uh, babysit their six-month-old one time to make some extra money. So I was in the middle of babysitting, and it was snowing outside, and um, all of a sudden my mom called me on the landline. Obviously, this was before they had cell phones. Called me on the landline, and she was in hysterics. She was screaming. She was crying. My dad was out of town. He was on a business trip. She was screaming and crying, and I said that there was someone, she heard someone out in the living room, which was a big room that was, was all windows, looking out, it was about 15 feet in the air, looking out over the, like a small forest there. And she said she heard someone out there rifling through my dad's desk and papers and stuff. So I looked out the window, went over there, looked out the window, and saw a dark, I was about 600 yards away, I saw a dark form up on, the, up on our patio, it was about 15 feet in the air. And it was like darker than dark. It was was one of those impossible darks that you could see. There was it just didn't seem normal. So I grabbed the baby, wrapped it up in a blanket, and took off running towards our house. And by the time I got outside and was starting to run up the road, I saw that the actual darkness had moved to the inside of the window, and it was actually like moving the curtains, like there was somebody hiding behind the curtains oh. from the outside. Oh. It was a big sliding glass door. Yeah. And so when I finally got to the house, I ran in, I gave the child to my mom, and ran out into the other room to see what was going on, who was in there, and there was no one there at all. And this whole time she had been cowering in the corner saying there was somebody in there. Well, I ran over to the patio to look to see with how they'd gotten in, and I looked, and all this was freshly fallen snow, and there was no one. There had been no tracks, no nothing. It was all... Wow. Just, it was all freshly fallen snow. There had been nobody there the whole time. But I saw the dark form on the outside and then on the inside of the window. Ugh. And so we never did find out. We still talk about that to this day. Eesh. And we get sends chills up our spine whenever we talk about it. I bet. I bet. That's scary, Gabe. That is not good. That is scary. That is not good. All right. Paul in Surprise is next. 
All right, Paul, you're... Yeah, good afternoon, guys. Can you hear me now? Paul, go ahead. You're, you're dealing with the supernatural. Go ahead. Excellent. So when I used to live in the UK, all of our houses, of course, are hundreds and hundreds of years old. And back in the 80s, I lived in a uh, an old Victorian terraced house. And terraced, of course, are like townhouses all joined together. So they share a dividing wall. And so um, I used to go upstairs to uh, the bedrooms upstairs to go to sleep. And if I was tired or had a couple of beers in a local pub, uh, about the third step from the top, and it happened on, on a, quite a few occasions, it felt like somebody was just standing right behind me, breathing down my neck. Oh. Terrified the life out of me. I would run up the stairs and the feeling after a few minutes would disappear. So this uh, also happened with a dog that I got about a month or so later, a young dog. And we'd be sitting in the living room downstairs and he would suddenly, his hackles would go up and he'd be almost looking through the wall towards the staircase at around the same level. And he'd start barking and shaking <laughs> and he would cower in the corner. And then um, this, this happened, as I said, quite a few times. And when I finally left the house, I came back to visit the neighbors who I used to get on really well with. And I said, and I was telling this story, that there's really, she goes, well, do you realize the old man next door died? And I went, no. And they said, yeah, he had a heart attack and he died and they found his body the third step down on his side of the staircase. Wow. It it gives me goosebumps. That's that's super creepy. (laughs) Oh. All right, right. Uh, that's that's Gatos. Uh, I'm scared. Do you want to go yeah. to the Cardinals uh, Seahawks game? I would love to. Yeah. All right, uh, there hold you on. Go. We, by the way, you scare us for prizes. Here we go. The, after that game on Friday or on Sunday, going to the Cardinals Seahawks <laughs> game, that's scary. That might be a little <laughs> bit scary. Yeah. All right. Wow, that's that was it. that was a good one. That was good. We're gonna have to end it on that one. So uh, we've done this since uh, 2006. Wow. I mean, even with the craziness going on in the world, I think you got to stop and have a little fun. It's Halloween. We can talk about the midterms coming up. Yeah. Uh, which is the big story. But happy Halloween, everybody. We hope you enjoyed the last hour of the Creep Show. Scare us for prizes. Your real life encounter with the supernatural. And we'll do it again next year on KTAR.